Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We are now three weeks into the NFL season. If your team is 0-3, and there's only one of them out there, so if your team is the Las Vegas Raiders, I think you're done and buried. You can't really get back from that 0-3 hole in the NFL. Crazy they put so much into that team last year, or in this offseason. New head coach, a couple new pieces on defense, big-time wide receiver, and you're out by week three. Maybe they pull off a miracle. Unlikely. If you're 3-0, and like the Dolphins and the Eagles, you're obviously feeling pretty good. 2-1, and like some teams like the Browns, the Jags, yeah, you're feeling yourself too. If you're sitting at 1-2, and two, though, it could go either way. There are so many, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 teams right now. Actually, I missed one. 12 teams right now wow. that are at 1 and 2 in the NFL. <laughs> One and two and, and there three is and four. just one so, and two and three and four. Stop it. There is <laughs> such a wide range between these teams talent wise. And I feel like we have to separate them into two categories. And how do you do that, Tom? Why don't you take a guess? What do you think I'm gonna pull out here? I think we're gonna play a little game of mm-hmm or uh uh. <laughs> I forgot how bad you were at this game. <laughs> I'm good so. at it. Oh mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to mm-hmm or uh-uh with one and two teams in the NFL. And let's start on the NFC side of things. Let's and let's start with the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I'm going to give them a mm-hmm I'm gonna go, for now, uh-huh. but they're not as stable as you'd think they would have been. I thought that karma did them a favor in a weird way. The universe right. deemed it that Jimmy G should have been the starting quarterback and plopped him in because of a Trey Lance serious ankle injury that required surgery and him to be out for the remainder of the season. Then I saw Jimmy G play against the Broncos, and I was kind of reminded as to why Kyle Shanahan was so desperate to get away from this guy. Because Jimmy G can put up 30-plus points a game, be efficient on the offense, a couple big plays, get the ball into the hands of the playmakers, and be really savvy, protect the football, But then Jimmy G can also do what he did against the Broncos every once in a while and just lay a complete egg on the field. I mean, lay an egg and then run run away from the opposing defense all the way outside the back of the end zone. 
it wasn't even like that though. It was just a straight up drop back. Like he was just yes. like boom, 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 like it playing the back foot. Dan Orlovsky tweeted during that game saying, "Oh, thank God, I'm no longer the only guy, but you still are the only guy to run." You literally out ran eight yards sideways out of bounds without realizing. Chuck. You could look down and see ahead of yourself the white chalk, and you still were running. Jimmy G's lack of awareness in the back of his own end zone lost the game for the Niners. Yes, it absolutely. was eleven to ten. Absolutely. You win ten to nine if you just don't step out the back of the end zone. So I'm going to give him an mm-hmm. and a good point that someone brought up post game was this is Jimmy G's preseason kind of. He wasn't even sure. in the facility at sure, the beginning yeah. of the preseason right. for point. the 49ers. So he's still trying to work out the kinks and. Again, you'll get these duds from Jimmy G from time to time. I, I bet they still navigate their way into the playoffs, but you got to beat the Broncos when they can only score nine points on their own. You can't gift them two points and lose by one. I know that we're only doing one and two teams here, but the two and one team that they lost to now, Denver Broncos. That might be an uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah, yeah uh-uh. they're struggling in Denver. Oh, you want to – Steelers fans are complaining about the offense here in Pittsburgh. That offense in Denver is no bueno. When you, you paid Russell Wilson all that money – just to barely put up 11 points. Would you rather have the Steelers' problems on offense here in Pittsburgh with a quarterback like Mitch Trubisky or a potential rookie, or would you rather be facing the problems that they see in Tampa and Denver where you have Brady and Wilson and the offense still isn't doing anything? I can think of 232 million reasons why I wanted to have the problems in Pittsburgh, and it's because of the $232 million the Broncos are paying Russell Wilson. Yes, and also... Brady, I trust him to bounce back. Yes. He's going to start scoring points. So you just you don't go, do it until after you play. You the go others. Denver in a le- in a tier of its own, and then Tampa and Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh. I mean, it's just it's bad. There's no hoping that Tom Brady turns it on. No, in Pittsburgh. Right, right. the hope is that Kenny Pickett comes in and saves it. But, but you're you're a lot happier with Mitch Trubisky struggling, paying him next to nothing, compared to paying Russell Wilson two hundred plus million dollars to do nothing. Jumping over to the NFC South. The okay. Carolina Panthers sneaking out a win against the Nolan Saints, who are also one and two. Mm-hmm. Let's do them both together then. Okay. I got one answer for both. Oh, man. I'm definitely going uh-uh with the Panthers. Uh-uh for the Panthers. And you're going uh-uh for the Saints, uh-uh too. Uh-uh for the Saints. He doesn't have a back right now. Like, no. Jameis Winston is playing with a broken back, which— Is Taysom Hill the better option, the quarterback? Or right Andy now? Dalton. Like, <laughs> yeah, how bad point. are your backups if, ba- if broken back Jameis Winston is the best-case scenario for your offense? So, I'm going to go agree with you. I'm going to go, uh-uh, with the Saints, too. You know, we, we talk a lot about the AFC South being the worst division of football, but if Tampa continues to struggle, if, like, if Brady just somehow has finally hit that wall— the NFC South is right there. Yeah, but Brady, I think, can sleepwalk his way to the maybe the division. The other crown teams are that. just that bad. That's uh, they're gonna he's gonna beat up on those teams. Do you want to hit the he third? Fi- he finally beat the Saints. You so. want to hit the third NFC South team? That's yeah, might as to? well. They're uh-uh they're uh-uh. the Falcons. Uh-uh. I mean, but uh-uh. they're young. They at least have some promise that they're building towards. Cordero Patterson is apparently like not third a, in the league in rushing. Not a one time or a one hit wonder last year. He's doing really well in Atlanta this year. No, he's not doing bad at all, but they're not there mm-hmm. yet. And no. There are a truth- couple there are a couple years away from being a couple years away from being a, a real contender. Or or they go like 3 and 14 and this year the and if they get Bryce Young yeah. and plug him right into an offense that already has Drake London that he looks good. He looks Kyle good, Pitts hadn't he, been used a lot, but he looked good last week Kyle when he Pitts, finally was. Kyle Pitts, I think, had like four combined catches through the first two weeks and then had like seven for almost 100 yards last week. No, he's Seattle. a stud. He's a great player. So 
there's potential for the Falcons, you know, a couple years from being a couple years. They could shave a couple years off of that if they get Bryce Young, who I think is going to be a phenomenal NFL quarterback. Just He looks the part already in college. So I think that's what the Falcons are kind of planning on and hoping for. And I think that's what the Seattle Seahawks are kind of planning on and hoping for too because they're one and two as well, but they're getting uh uh-uh. Only win came at home against that Denver Broncos team who can't score any offense whatsoever in Russell Wilson's farewell from Seattle. Yeah, they're just not a good team. They're one of the worst teams in football, actually. This Geno Smith, you know, his his line at the end of the game on Monday Night Football, that was great when it happened. It was a great moment sure. for him, but, like, sometimes you just have that one great moment that you walk away from and be that- like, remember my career where I beat the Russell Wilson-led Broncos at home to start my season? It's not always a launching point to no. more things. It's just that one thing. And people that's will what remember it is your win for the rest of history, but they won't always remember as they will to the people right now as well as we do that the Denver head coach didn't put the ball in Russell Wilson's hand on fourth down. Yeah, like it still could have been taken away from you very easily, but hey, the other team is allowed to lose it just as much as you're allowed but to win it. you and I are both uh-uh on the yeah, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, bad. Uh-uh. We've well, got a lot of have uh-uhs we, have right we given now. Only one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm giving another. Mm-hmm okay, right let now. me hear it. The Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, they're mm-hmm for me. I don't they're good. know. No, they're a good football just team. Just lost again. They did just lose again. Not a terrible loss though. No, to a good team, to yeah. the Rams. Uh, the they final might... score of that game was twenty to twelve. If you're Kyler Murray, you shouldn't be putting up just twelve points a game. Okay, their losses though are to the Chiefs and the Rams. So. As far as losses go, like if you're to power rank the the strength of loss, the mm-hmm. Cardinals have probably one of the best strength of losses in the NFL. Okay. They beat the Ra- Raiders, comeback win. So they almost lost to the Vegas Raiders, but they were able to pull off a miracle and come back. I just think that the Cardinals are a, a better football team than one and two, or a better football team than the other one and two teams that we've previously mentioned with uh uh's. Uh, they got the Panthers coming up on the road. That should be a game that you easily Absolutely. get to two and two. You, need you to. have to have it because then you've got the Eagles. Then you go to Seattle and New Orleans, and then Seattle again in a couple weeks. So you could start stacking wins in the middle of your schedule if you're the Cardinals. Got to get to two and two right now, and I think they will. And I think Kyler Murray's a good quarterback. Maybe he's a little immature right now, but he still wins. Maybe a he lot. looks like a toddler when. He wants to keep playing with his toy, and his parents are chasing him around the house trying to get that toy and put him down for a nap. But he still wins football games, and he does. He won against the Raiders, who are 0-3, He made though. the playoffs last year. 0-3. Made the playoffs last year. It's better than Justin Herbert in your world of equations where you say, oh, you have to make the playoffs before you can even get into that conversation with me. That's true. I, I do say that. So you like Kyler Murray better than Justin Herbert. No, you said it. <laughs> you said you'd rather have Kyler Murray to start a franchise than Justin Herbert right now. I don't know if I said that. And you said Kyler Murray would be the first person to win a Super Bowl in that <laughs> pairing. No, said you said all either. of that stuff. But you're going to go, uh-uh, aren't you? I'm going to go, uh-uh. You, why, why? Like, why don't you like that? Because I have them third in the division, I think. They can still be third in the division can, and make the playoffs. Yeah. They, like last year. That's true, but what are they going to do with it? Probably nothing. Or they finally get over that hump. Is it coach or quarterback, do you think? I think it's quarterback. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I think it's coach. Are you sure? Because you were so adamant that it was quarterback just two seconds ago. No, I I misspoke by mm-hmm. saying I think it's I think it's the Cliff Kingsbury issue. I, I think he's a really good OC and can be an OC. I just don't know if he can lead an entire team. 
Two more teams in the NFC to get to before okay. we flip conferences. Detroit Lions, one and two. I'm going, I don't know what other teams there are out there, but I'm hoping this is my most emphatic. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like them too. For the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions. Another not horrible loss this week either. No. To the Minnesota Vikings. One they should have won, though. Absolutely should have won. that's where you come up. You're up by double-digit points in the fourth quarter. You don't score, and the other team scores two touchdowns. That's not a great look. How many touchdowns? That's your... How many touchdowns, Tom? You didn't want to do it? I said you were a thing. I literally put it on a T for you. But it's your thing. Two tutties. There you go. Two tutties. That's not great. You got to... If you're Dan Campbell... You gotta learn how you to gotta, win. You gotta learn how to protect the lead like that, that late into a game. So it's a horrible loss in a different light than it usually is. The horrible loss for the Lions is usually forty-two to ten blowout, never in the game. It's over by the end of the first quarter. You might as well go back to your car as fast as you walked into the stadium because that's how much game time expired where the Lions were actually in the football yeah. game. Now it's a horrible loss where, oh my God, we should have won that football game. Like we can't let Kirk freaking Cousins do that in the end of the football game and drive down the field with no time left and and grab a win from the clutches of defeat. Uh, we're looking at 2-1 and one and tied with the Packers at the top of the division there if we can just learn how to hold a lead. But that's part of the learning curve for young teams and teams that are in the right direction and teams that are well-coached, which I think the Lions check all three of those boxes. Yeah, you really like the emergence of Amon Ross and Brown. You like the, the one... Think how dangerous that offense could be because... The running the the running offense is really solid. Aiden Hutchinson is doing a decent job as a rookie. But think how good that running or that receiving core will be when they get Jameson Williams back at some point this season. The Lions are in a weird spot though where they might just stumble into being good but being stuck in quarterback purgatory because I don't think Jared Goff is the guy even though he did get to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yes. So he's capable of doing that, I guess, but I don't have a lot of confidence in him, but I think the team's going to get better and better, and they're going to be floating around that 9-8, and 10-7 and seven range for a couple years with Goff, which means make the playoffs. Lose in the first probably round. Lose probably lose the first round. Maybe win one round. And then you never get the franchise quarterback. So you're saying they're maybe better off just kind of tanking this season to get that quarterback? No, no, no. They got like, their ship is on the right. Uh, th- that ship has sailed. They're going they with Jared Goff, but I'm just questioning a, if that's smart or not. They can't. I don't think they have the money to go out and get like the free agent stud. Yeah, like make that splash. I don't think they have that money. I don't know if they have that money either. Although they are a young team, so yeah, maybe they but do. But Goff costs a decent amount of money as well. So. Sure. I'm just saying, I, I think they can be good with Goff. Can he get over the hump and Mm-mm. be Super Bowl good? Sorry. Uh-uh. I guess he was already, but... Uh-uh. But you like, overall, the Lions are, uh-huh. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I think they'll be like 8-9, nine, 9-8 nine and eight this year. Sorry, I keep going, uh-huh. No, it's mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, you're terrible at this game. <laughs> you're probably never playing it again. The Commanders, last team in the NFC at one and two. I'll go uh-uh. Uh-uh on Washington. But they're a better... They're, they're an uh-uh team that it's frisky. And I don't want to play them, you know, especially in Washington or something like that. Like, they'll be tough to play against when they get healthy on defense, especially. Yeah, when Chase Young comes back, whenever that would be. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles ripped them apart last week. But what was that one stat that popped up in the third quarter? Eagles had the 323 passing yards and the Commanders had minus one. Something like in that. In the third quarter. Something like that. So I mean, that, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, you got a good list of, of, of receivers there. The running backs you have a lot of. I don't know if anyone is that great. Uh, J.D. McKissick is there as the backup. Uh, Antonio Gibson's 
eh. And you have, what's his name, Robinson, who is going to come back eventually from whenever he heals from that gun wound. But Yeah, he was already on the field running routes. Yeah, so you got options. I just think you can't. You can't win with Carson Wentz anymore. Yeah, I think Carson Wentz is done. Are they in the same kind of... Yes, with Atlanta? No, I was going to say the same uh, thing, the same zone as Detroit, where they have a good coach in Ron Rivera, a good team overall, nah. but they just have the bad quarterback. No, nah, I don't think they'll win as many games as Detroit this year. I think mm. Carson Wentz is worse than Jared Goff. Like, Carson Wentz... Wow. Like, Jared Goff... I got a fall from grace. Well, Jared Goff's the kind of quarterback that's going to, like... You know, not make any big mistakes, or at least try to. Yeah, maybe not turn the ball over terribly. There'll there'll be moments where it'll creep into his game, but like Carson Wentz, like hands the ball off to the middle linebacker sometimes, and like tells him to take it into the end zone. Like he he does some pretty self harmful plays. Like he implodes that offense a lot more often than not. Honestly, uh, look at the Colts year last year. He had a couple of interceptions that were just. You shouldn't make bad. that play. Yeah, bad. And it's the quarterback IQ, too. Like, do you remember the one where he was going to take a safety? So instead, he just tried to throw the ball up into the air and it just landed in a guy's lap and he ends <laughs> up for a touchdown. Like, you got to know, like, two points is better to take here than seven. Mm-hmm. So you just have to eat the ball and take the safety or try to throw it into the dirt and hope the ref forgets what intentional grounding is or something like so that. So you but put like, them in the class of Arizona or, sorry, Atlanta, Atlanta where, where they maybe can lose they just lose a lot and they can 13, get that 12 games and they can get a pretty good quarterback in next year's class. I think who was the one team they beat? Oh, they beat Detroit. They that did take a-, a quarterback too in the draft class. Uh, this year with Sam Howe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I don't know he's if he's guy. a future kind of guy. Right there, one win this year was against Detroit they week one. They beat the Lions week two. Week two? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the Lions, Lions lost to the Eagles. Came back yeah. against the Eagles, yeah. but Right. Yeah, That. so the Lions, now Now think about the, the Lions in this okay, light, though. let me see. Let me hear it. You should have beat the Commanders. You're better than the yes, Commanders. Yes, you could have and beaten you the Eagles. Beat the, the Vikings. You could have beaten the Eagles, but we'll, that's fine. Oh, yeah, you, you could have beaten the Vikings. You should have beaten the Vikings. You should be 2-1. and one. You should be two and one. Wait, the Lions beat the Commanders. That's right. Not the oh, Commanders they did. They the did. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right. Who did the Commanders beat in Week One? Oh, the Jaguars. Well, now let's just do the same thing I said about the ja- the Lions and apply it to the Jags. You should have beaten the Commanders. You guys yes. are good. You should yeah. be three and zero right now. Right. Yeah. How weird is it? We don't even ha- we don't even get to talk about the Jaguars in this episode. I know they're, they're already established. Two and one. They're the best team in football. We'll talk. To the- <laughs> we'll talk about them in the next episode. Absolutely. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. On the AFC side of things, we got four teams that are checking in at one and two, and I think actually the majority of these four teams are mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, let me Let's hear Let's start it. with the Chargers. Goal, Chargers, goal. Yeah, you got to say- That's a for sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just a weird loss, of the and the way you lost it, what, 38 to 10 to yeah, the Jaguars? Yeah, the Jags are a juggernaut, yeah, so- Yeah, sure. No, with the Chargers- <laughs> Justin Herbert playing in that game just felt so weird, and they didn't have Keenan Allen either. No, the offense just looked slow. Herbert looked like he was, you know, Eckler on a lot of like drugs, a complete shell of himself. Yeah, Herbert. And I'm not with saying that, that Herbert injury. was like, you know, loopy or like, you know, wasn't not with like Tua uh, getting up from that 
Bob snapped back of no, him. No, but he just probably couldn't feel a single thing. And mm. like when he breathed, I bet he couldn't feel it because he was just so hopped up on painkillers for the rib injury. I mean, that's a game where you just let Chase Daniel get out there and and see what happens. What's the worst that could happen? You lose to the Jags by 28 points? Oh, that happened when you trotted Herbert out there. So just a weird week last week for them. You always have to wonder if the Chargers are going to charge up <laughs> and they're just going to have all this potential and fall short of it, be like 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs. But I think they're, mm-hmm, and I think they're going to make the playoffs still. I think they're going to make the playoffs also. It's just, uh, it's hard to put a pin on this team because they should have beaten the Chiefs. They were up 17-7 to going into that fourth quarter, or at some point in that fourth quarter, ended up losing that game, what, 24-20, to something like that? Mm-hmm. And then you get blown out by the Jaguars after you beat the Raiders in Week 1 when everyone was saying, oh, well, there you go. The, the Chargers are establishing themselves as the best team in that division by beating a divisional opponent. And now the Raiders are 0-3, and the Chargers are 1-2. Really, so how good does that win look? Not very good. And you lost against a really good Chiefs team, and you lost against, I guess, an up-and-coming Jaguars team. So they need to get right game pretty soon. They, I mean, they just need Justin Herbert to be healthy again. Yeah, that's the key for them. They need to get Herbert healthy. They need to get Keenan Allen back. They need the offense to be Are back. Are you able to look at their schedule real quick, at their upcoming schedule? I am able to look at that real quick. The Chargers this week, <laughs> they play the Texans on the road. Okay, so you got to win that game. Then they play Jacoby Brissett on the road. you got to win that game. Uh, that's tough on a 1 p.m. start for a West Coast that's team true, in yeah, Cleveland. Then you got to play the Broncos at home. got to win that game. You... They have a very easy schedule. Yes, they do. Wow, Seattle they should, Falcons. They should, Tom. Win the next one, two, three, four, five, really without any questions. It's the Texans, the Browns, the Broncos, the Seahawks, and the Falcons. Yeah. That should be a 5-0 and o stretch for them. The Bengals in the AFC North are 1-2. and two. Another say, team where... Mm-hmm. It's a little weaker than the Chargers, and I, I said that my most emphatic one would be for the Lions, but that's just because you like the upside of them. But yes. you expect the Bengals to be better than the Lions. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm not gonna say like it's my most guaranteed, like my most emphatic, but I'd say it's probably up there with my most guaranteed. They'll be just fine. A little. Mm-hmm. Prediction time. Okay. They're gonna hand the Dolphins their first L this week. Wow! Tomorrow, on Thursday night, Thursday it's gonna be a great football. game. Short Can't week wait. from the Dolphins. It's after, in Cincinnati, right? Yep. Short week from the Dolphins after playing that 100 degree heat game in hell last week. Uh, obviously, the Bills were more affected by that, almost tripling the amount of plays that they ran compared to the Dolphins. But Dolphins are definitely gonna be feeling the short week effects. Bengals will too, but they had a bit of an easy going up in New York and then just had to fly back in the same time zone to Cincinnati. So it's not like they're coming back from the West Coast or anything for their short week. So I think the Bengals get it done at home. I think it's going to be a great game, though. I think we're going to see some some fireworks. Well, even if it's not, like we were saying last week, I wanted to be like 35 to 28 for Buffalo-Miami. Last week, it was, what was the final score of that game? Something like 21 to, to 17. 21 to 19. Something like that for Buffalo yep. and Miami. That was still a great game. So if I get 24 to 20 or 21 to 17 this week, I'll still love it because it's two really good teams going up against each other. You're getting Bengals 35, Dolphins 31. Book it. Book it. Great great Thursday night football game. Yes. How about the Thursday night games that we've gotten this year? Well, Bezos comes in. He lays a billion down. You get some quality. Yeah. You get Al Michaels on the call, too. It's hey, great. A little Herbie. I like Herbie. I like Herbie. The Tennessee Titans 
one and two sitting in the AFC South. It's a pretty easy one for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going, uh-uh. No, they're going to be just fine. They proved that to me this week. They against had the to, They had to win that game in yeah. a game against two teams that had to win that game or else your season's done. And that's what Rabes has just done for the past couple of years. He wins the games he has to. They're playing in a dog crap division. Yeah. Like, even though the Jags are, you know, jagging off right now and they're doing <laughs> great things, and I'm excited about them. I don't think that it's against, you know, the religion of football for me to come out here and say Derrick Henry could run for 150 yards against the Jags and the Titans beat them twice this year. No, like, that's not that hard. Not that I, hard it, to it's believe. It's just kind of weird that he hasn't done that really yet. No, but he did start to put the shoulder down yeah, against but, the Raiders. I mean, he got only, what, I think 97 yards on the ground last oh, week. Oh, is that it? Well, he's used to putting up like right. 197 hey, yards per game. Baby steps, right? Let's get back okay. to that point. I think the Titans are actually going to be in the Thick of the playoff race, not with the wild card implications, but just because that division is going to be like a really nine bad. and eight winner or something. You still like that. see only one team coming out of that division. One team coming out of the division, and I think it's going to be a three way race between the Colts, Titans, and Jags, pretty tight throughout the entire year. So I'm actually going to go pretty, mm-hmm. pretty tight, tight, getting tight. So I'm going to go mm-hmm on the Titans. I'll I believe go, in Vrabel. That's I'll what go, it is. Uh-uh. And I'm going to say the same thing for the next AFC South team that we're going to discuss. The Indianapolis Colts. They don't have two losses. They're not one and two. Oh so my they're not god! On this list. They're, they're one and one and don't one. Don't hijack the don't hijack the segment by throwing in a team. Oh that man, I got one one and one. Got way too ahead of myself on that. They're playing one. soccer. Okay, they're one one and one. We this isn't just an episode on one win teams. Nope. One Only and two. one and two. Only one and two. Okay. But I, I, the point remains, I'm well, not really high on any of these teams. I think you're still going to go uh uh on our last team here. Let me hear it. You have to know who it is. Oh, it's the your Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. That's right. Uh, what are you? Gonna, you have to go first. I'm, I'm not gonna uh, be the one that does it first. Through three weeks, Tom, it's a it's a big uh uh-uh. uh. Didn't you pick them to go like eleven and six this no, year? No, I like that? don't think I did. I think I went picked them to win twelve and ten. Five. No, like uh, ten and seven. Okay. And you went like six and what? 11? I didn't go six and eleven. I think it was seven and ten. And I went ten and seven. So how big of a difference is that? I remember that? 17 and 0 being kicked around a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to go uh uh-uh. uh. I'll yeah. go first and I'll rip the bandaid off. I said I went oh, first. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. I said uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I'm going to go uh uh-uh. uh. I'm sorry Steeler Nation. I don't mean it, but the offense but just doesn't we inspire say- much confidence. We were saying that along along the season's progression last year and they still made the playoffs. That's true. But did you have number 7 last year? No. Or you did, you did and you don't him. have him this year. I tricked you. You, did. <laughs> you, you don't have number seven this year. And that was obviously, I think, the uh, the big factor in being able to rally late in games last year, mm-hmm. stay afloat in your season, and sneak into the playoffs. Plus the death stretch coming up. I just, even if they do beat the Jets, yeah, they, still, after they the could Jets, still be two and six heading into the After the bye. Jets, those next four games Ugh, are It's tough. rough. You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere, through your smart speaker. You just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. It's a Wednesday. That means our next episode. I'm excited. It's time for a fresh batch of power rankings here on the Steelers Standard. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman. We'll tell you who our top 10 in the NFL is next on the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.